0: Welcome to the Corporate Hippie Hustlers Podcast. My name is Allie Bryan and I am a career alignment coach, consultant, and speaker. I teach mindful and practical tools to high earning, high potential millennial women who want to stay in the corporate world but finally find a career that they are actually passionate about. Crazy concept, right? My ultimate goal is to get the right people in the right positions by challenging the status quo of the corporate world. I know some of my ideas might hit you as a little hippie, but after getting my master's at a top-ranked business school for human resources management and spending some time in a Fortune 31 company, I've got some more traditional corporate thoughts for you too. I love pushing you out of your comfort zone because I believe that there is no excuse to not be the best version of yourself. If you are ready for a new take on some more traditional corporate tools combined with mindful hippie ideas in order to take your career from stuck to aligned, you are in the right place. I don't play average and if you're here, I don't expect you to either. So let's do this thing. Welcome to the Corporate Hippie Hustler Podcast. This is episode two. I am Allie Brine. I'm a career alignment coach, consultant, and speaker. And today we are going to talk about why I am a career coach who doesn't teach on resumes. <laughs> so, if you are familiar with traditional career coaching, You typically think of these folks as someone who is going to be able to write your resume for you, help you with interview prep, maybe do like a mock interview with you, go over your answers, um, help you with creating your cover letter, which let's just insert an eye roll here on cover letters, (laughs) the old paradigm kind of stuff i don't teach a lot of that i can quite capable but i don't um the only kind of more practical thing like that that i tend to teach is on the networking side so the linkedin the in-person networking um that side of things because i love that stuff i love the relationship building i love helping people to see networking as something that is not scary So I have a couple of reasons as to why I do not teach on resumes. So first off, number one, there is no right answer when it comes to resumes. I've worked as a recruiter. I have worked in HR. I have worked in career services. I have looked at hundreds, if not thousands of resumes and outside of keywords, Uh, which you can get from your job description, obviously, uh, that you're using to beat the applicant tracking system bots and or the humans, those with very little time on their hands, resumes are subjective and everyone wants to fight over them. You should do your resume like this. Oh, it should look like this. Don't make it look like that. Oh, good Lord. So, like I said, number two, I've done my time with resumes. I have taught the workshops. I have trained the children to go and teach the children. I actually oversaw a group of like 12 to 15 students that specifically reviewed resumes every single day um, when I worked at Ohio State and Career Services. And I was the one that trained them on how to review resumes. I have also been yelled at by the older gentleman who came into career services when I reviewed his resume and he didn't like my recommendations. So, I'm good. I'm good. Number three, resumes are not my passion, clearly. If I'm teaching you how to discover your passion, isn't it a cop-out if I'm going to start teaching on resumes? Because I can. Even if I don't like teaching on resumes, I think that's a cop-out. I feel like there's a little bit of hypocr- being a hypocrite there. Okay, number four. There are a million people teaching on resumes. The market is saturated with people who have typically left the HR world after you know, 20, 30 some years of service and want to use their skills fantastic. That's not me. You can also get freebies on how to get your resume done. You can find it on Pinterest. You can find it on LinkedIn. You can find it on Instagram. If you want to know someone's opinion on how to create a resume, it's out there. And most importantly, number five. Who knew I could come up with five reasons as to why I don't teach on resumes? Number five. (laughs) You know resumes. You already know how to do it. If you are working in HR or recruiting, you are looking at these things every single day. You have your opinions on what they should and shouldn't look like. And you've already been really successful in your career. So clearly, you know how to make a (laughs) resume. And you don't need me to teach you. So, I'm not teaching resumes. Or interview tips for that much either. Not a fan. Okay, so I don't teach resumes. I don't teach interviews. What do I teach? I've talked before about how the corporate hippie hustler brand has two sides to it. And a lot of my interests lie on more of the hippie side. I like to think of myself as kind of like a secret mindset coach who uses career as the vehicle to get you where you want to go. I'm one of those people that finds my self-worth through my career and how I'm doing at work. The three on the Enneagram, if you're familiar with that. So, I am wired to constantly learn and I am wired to accomplish goals. If I'm not accomplishing goals, then I am frustrated AF and I am not feeling good about myself. Whether you want to say that this is good or bad, that's the reality of it. I have done the inner work around it. I have asked myself if I'm okay with this, getting my worth simply from what I do. And here's the reality. I'm cool with it. I'm totally cool with it. If you're here and not playing average and hustling, then I'm going to assume that you can get behind that vibe too. And some people are going to argue and say that you shouldn't get your worth from what you do and that you can get your worth from so many other things and whatever. But I'm going to call the S yes on that concept. Because why not? Like, why can't I get my worth from what I do? If I enjoy what I do and it brings me happiness, and I do something pretty cool that I get to help in contributing to our society in some positive way, I get to help other people, then why can't you get your worth from it? I don't see the problem in that. So if you have been dealing with some of those naysayers too that are like, girl, you should not be only getting your self-worth from what you do for your career, let me give you your permission slip. If you have done the work and you are also cool with getting your self-worth from your career, then do the thing. Just do it. Do it. Do it well and enjoy it along the way. I had mentioned before that I... I like to think of myself as like a secret mindset coach who uses career as the vehicle. And I teach on these like mindful and mindset tools because what I've learned from myself and from my clients is that you are typically the one holding yourself back. There are hundreds of quotes out there, around this topic, let's see. we've got um oh, like you miss one hundred per cent of the shots you don't take, or that cute little one that's like, "What if I fall, and that says, "Oh, darling, but what if you fly and I'm sure there's like a million more of those things about standing in your own way, so I'm curious about why we stand in our own way how we stand in our own way, and most importantly, how to get out of your own way. (laughs) I think that's the most important part. I don't necessarily believe in luck. I have a very internal uh, locus of control. So if you are... Uh, Familiar with the internal or external locus of control, essentially that says that internal is I control my circumstances and external is my circumstances control my outcomes. External things happen and I just have to deal with it. I've always had a very internal locus of control. Um, It's always been if i want it then i'm going to make it happen and that is that and so i do believe that everything happens for a reason though and that there are things that are going to happen to you in your lifetime that are not necessarily positive <laughs> and it's it's going to occur um But it still happens for a reason. So in life coaching, when something is happening, typically around the negative side of things, when things are going wrong, you are expected to ask the question, how is this happening for me? Which, yes, that is quite easier said than done. But it can definitely show you something about how your mind is working at that time in your life. So I'm going to tell you a little story here. So it would have been last July, I think it was. um, I was working in my corporate job, the dream job according to society. It was really starting to wear on me. And I had been watching... Um, and following the bucket list family, if anyone follows the bucket list family on YouTube or Instagram, um, they are the cutest little family. Um, he sold an app to Snapchat and made a lot of money and they sold all of their belongings and went on a trip around the world. So they, um, took two children with them. And there's totally times where I like look at them and I'm like, what have I done with my life? (laughs) So they're travel vloggers. Um, I'm a travel vlogger junkie. And so I was really on this big bucket list family kick. And I thought at the time that I just wanted to sell everything and travel. That was my goal. I wanted to leave Ohio. I wanted to get away I thought that that was going to make me happy. And my fiancé, then boyfriend, now fiancé, wasn't really on board with that idea. He had kind of done his time away earlier in his career, and his family's in the area too, so he wanted to stick around here. And I was kind of frustrated with that fact, (laughs) And so I'm on this kick where I don't like my job and I want to leave and I want to travel. And then, in a very quick succession of events, in like the same week in July, I had a really young cousin who was in a horrible accident and ended up passing away. And at the same time, my sister actually went into the hospital with a really high fever for several days and they weren't sure what was going on with her. So we literally went from attending the funeral to the hospital, back to the hospital to see my sister. And it was a really rough week. I just felt so dejected and I just kind of kept looking up at at the sky and going, what? Are you trying to teach me? Why is all of this happening right now back to back? I don't understand. I'm crying. I'm upset. I'm heartbroken. And uh, it was just a really rough time. So I asked, how is this happening for me? And what came up for me was how important my family was. I live within an hour of most of my family and that includes um, a lot of extended family as well and I'm very close to that family and I was able to be there when I needed to be there and I was able to get there quickly because family is something that's always been really important to me. And those back-to-back experiences showed me that I didn't actually want to sell everything and move away. I didn't actually want that. So my sister ended up being okay. But what I realized was that I wanted to be close to family and I wanted to be close from home. And that I was running away from something else. I was running away from the career that I felt lost and I felt miserable in. I wanted to run away to try to find who I was, what I was supposed to be doing, because I got my worth out of that career. And in that moment, that worth felt really low. It felt worthless to me. So while it's easier said than done to look at these circumstances and ask, what is this teaching me? What is my mindset around it? It is critical to your growth. So if we're taking this back to a career view, let's just throw out the scenario. If you're in a similar place Maybe you have lost your job due to COVID-19 and even though you hated that job, you still needed it to feel safe and secure and to get your self-worth out of that job. So start asking yourself, what is this situation trying to teach you and what shift do you need to have from a mindset standpoint in order to move through that shift? So I know that you are a very strong independent woman who is going to use her mind in order to move forward and discover a career that you are passionate about. But let's be honest, some changes are going to need to be made on the mindset front in order to do that. So, starting with your mindset, how have your circumstances been teaching you? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Corporate Hippie Hustlers Podcast. Don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn for daily corporate and mindful tools to help you find a career you are passionate about in the corporate world. I'd also love to have you in the Corporate Hippie Hustlers Facebook group where you can find your tribe of other high potential, high earning millennial women who have a secret stash of crystals in their Louis Vuittons. I look forward to chatting with you in the next episode and until then, keep hustling.